What's going on? Welcome to Bringing Lyrics to Life. This is episode 45, and we are calling this show, uh, this particular episode, Expectations. The song that you just heard, that is the title of that song, Expectations uh, by the Great Wale. Uh, what's going on with you, Naya? Cooling, cooling. How yeah. are you, sir? Ah, <laughs> oh, he's switching up the game. <laughs> I'm uh, overwhelmed, actually, but I'm all right. Yeah. I appreciate the honesty. Got a lot going on. Got a lot going on. Uh, Reese will not be with us on tonight. Um, and next week we are not here. We are actually at his and hers on uh, South Street in Philadelphia. So for those who are interested in that show, um, the flyer is posted on the page. So definitely come out. Support is uh, $5 to get in before 7 I think $10 after 7 Listen to me. Get there before seven. It's gonna be packed, y'all. It, it's gonna be packed. I'm gonna it's say. a celebration. <laughs> it's gonna be packed. So definitely, if you want to get in the building and see some of the uh, artistry and some of the talent, and of course our very own Reese Siren, hit the stage and rock the mic. You definitely need to get there early. So please, 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 beat us there. Um. So, the quick announcement, um, I did talk, I think, last week before um, about some changes and things that we are experiencing and embarking and taking on, and um, our our uh, other side of us uh, in that advanced media, I Am, which is our TV production company, um, has taken on uh, the contract and role um, partnering with the Culture TV show, and... Um, yeah, so we'll be starting that um, next week. Is the 18th next week? The 18th is uh, the, the first uh, episode where I am, um, our, our TV production company, will be taking on uh, the, the reins of that show. Uh, we have the platform experience that Sunday, and this will all be taking place at our new studio location. Whoop, whoop. So we are, uh, yeah, we're 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 excited. We are happy. We're looking forward to um, the growth and the development and some of the changes. And um, and then we gotta move. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the team is excited. Uh, they're looking forward to um, building uh, another studio up from scratch. 
Um, shout outs to uh, Basic Beats and the IAO family. It's another one, um, entertainment and uh, music company. Uh, our new location is in partnership with them, which is our family studio anyway. Um, so, yeah, we just are overly excited about uh, the future and, and things that are coming and things that we're doing. So y'all uh, stay connected with us and, and we just going to keep this thing fresh. Um, I do have to tell you all, though, the 26th, June 26th, not next week, the following Saturday will be the last episode for this season of bringing lyrics to life. Uh, we will be taking a break um, to build on some things and do some other things and so on and so forth. And folks is traveling and doing all kinds of stuff. So, um, yeah, the 26th, that will be episode 46 for us. That's 46 episodes. I'm glad we uh, ended on an even number. <laughs> uh, yo, we've been doing it for a year, though. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. So we've been here, you've been here, we, we've we been here, and we appreciate you all, all of the support. Um, yeah, so y'all just, you know, stay with us, man. Continue on the, with the ride and see what else we got coming to you. So without further ado, we're going to jump into these lyrics. Let's go. Expectation. You expect me to know a lot of stuff that I'm just out here trying to figure out. You expect me to know the answer to some stuff that I'm just trying to get up out. Where did the time go? Where did the time go? I'm in the paint trying to be Rondo. Of course you got the answers because you ain't the one in my position. Uh, so, pause. Let's, d let's just recap. So, if you missed last week's episode, you definitely need to go back and catch that because... Um, Definitely, we're kind of continuing and picking up from last week. So last week's episode was, um, it was informative. It was impactful. It was it was great conversation. And tonight, the conversation continues, but I want us to take this approach. Men and women having an adult conversation, not men versus women. Mm. I, want, I want us, us men and the women... Fellas, ladies, I want us to just have some positive crosstalk, um, some adult conversation, some needed adult conversation so we can air some stuff out and clear some stuff up. Because, uh, yeah, a lot of our problems in our relationships is lack of communication, and the lack of communication comes from expectations that were never discussed. All right. So um, with that mindset, yeah, um, we need to talk. All of us. <laughs> Thanks. We need to talk. Uh, so go back. Um, first of all, I, I I love the the fact the opening. He he went right in. Yeah. Um. I my favorite. I have two two favorite lines, and I I put them up. I quoted them. Um, on the episode for tonight. Uh, you expect me to know. And my other favorite is, of course you have answers because you're not in my position. That's one of my favorites right there. That's a bar. Of course you have answers because you're not in my position. Now, that can go in so many directions. 
that can apply to so many different things. But y'all, let's just all take a seat back and swallow pride and let's examine that alone. Because how easy is it for the outsider looking in to be able to give advice, right? That's that's what we do, right? As as people, as friends, as brothers and sisters, as husbands and wives, boyfriends and girlfriends, whatever the, the situationship, relationship, whatever the role is, no matter what, as an outsider, it's always easy for us to come up with advice or a solution to an issue, situation, or a problem. But now let's just take this mindset of it's easy for you to do that because you're not in the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Just think about that. Whew. So, first of all, I love this song. This is one of my top favorite songs. Recommended by her, by the way. <laughs> I, anybody who knows me knows that Abu Wale, just, I just love that man. Um not only because he's a dope lyricist, but because he introduces me to so many new up and coming dope artists. Yeah. Like these are two extremely dope artists in their own right. And Wale just has that way about him where he just collabs with the dope. He can work with a lot. Of, yeah, he, he can just, work with anybody. He just collabs like. with the dopest. So yeah. I really, really love this song. Um, and it was some. It was a couple of things that you said that really like struck a nerve because (laughs) (laughs) this is a cause for concern for this up and coming generation because it's like we keep we keep padding everything like we just keep trying to to keep our our children and and this next generation from adversity and and it's such a key part in development it's like so many adults right now are so against being uncomfortable that they're stagnant and they and they won't be able to grow and evolve and and be better and do better and it's like you know (laughs) i mean i mean the way that this world is changing is just like bro please just give me a break like (laughs) my kids need a future better than this like this is not it um but i just really feel like adversity is such a key part of development and we can't keep them from everything can we can we just talk about that just that part alone when it came to having a child Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. who would have ever thought i would have never thought would you have ever thought that we'd be facing a pandemic that we'd be i mean racial racialism has has it's never gone away right but the but height of it, the where right, we are in now. this mm-hmm. capacity mm-hmm. now, like, this is stuff that we read in history books when we were kids. Right. Now. They can't even read our it in history children, books because it's been erased. And they just got to witness it. Yeah, and our children are now exists. experiencing yeah. this. Mm-hmm. So, oh, my goodness, my grandchildren Listen, are going to be reading me right now. about <laughs> this. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, does it, do y'all ever sit and think like that? Like, well, just think about nine eleven. Like, I was in school, yeah, but for my yeah. kids, that's history. Like, that's right, right, like a, right. A huge, yeah. you know, monument. I was like, my my son's age when that happened. Like, uh, like it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, totally. But even even in that, it's like with being a parent, 
you don't foresee that your children are going to go through things that you didn't, right? Because that's the thing. We're supposed to guide them. We're supposed to be able to help them navigate through life. And it never crosses our mind that they're going to encounter things that we've never encountered. Because watch this. Expectation uh-huh. would say. Huh? Yeah. Right. So it's it's like. No, that's why I always tell people like nobody is prepared to be a parent because right. it's and even and even when I was I was talking before about being a family counselor, I think that was last week and and how that was a big point of contention for a lot of people. Like I was explaining to the parents, this is a different world, especially for older parents. Like there's a generation gap, like there's a generation right. that that's there between you and your child. So it's like the world that these children are growing up in is not the same world that I grew up in. And I'm just one generation removed from them. You know what I'm saying? So for older parents, it's like, yeah, this is way different for you, sweetie. Like it's going to be, you have to be able to understand it so you can help navigate them through some things that you may not know of. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's so important that we, like I said before, we validate our children's experiences, their feelings, their thoughts, because a lot of this stuff is, is new to us. Yeah. So I don't know, but, um, I'm trying to think of what else you said that made me feel a little less. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, said I plucked a nerve. <laughs> when you said how people are quick to give advice. So something that, that really bothers me is when somebody asks me a question and then inserts their advice or their opinion on it. And it's like, you're asking me for information that right. you don't have right? about a situation that you've never been in. But that, that, that means they don't like it or agree with what you're saying. But the audacity <laughs> of you to think that in two seconds from the time you received the right. information to the time that didn't you imposed, right, that you imposed your advice on me. It's like I didn't act. And this is my thing about communication is like when you talk about expectations, like I need to know what your expectations of me are because I'm going to communicate my expectations <laughs> of for what I what I expect from you. Like when somebody even calls me up and they like, um, you know, I'm going through something. I'm like, OK. Before we even get to what you're going through, right? Do you need me to listen? Yeah. Do you want my advice? Because it's a different mindset that I have to Facts. be in as a person as I'm listening. Because a lot of times, you know, it's it's natural for you to want to give your advice on something. But if you didn't ask me for that, then I'm not even going to think about it. I, I'm I just learned listening. that. I learned that part in my marriage. Uh, my. She came to me and she said, "You know, every time I come to you, it's not it's not for you to fix it. And you, that's who you Sometime are. Sometimes I I just I'm just need venting, you to listen, yeah. and I just need you to listen. And I had to explain, like, okay, well then, I need you to tell me on when you need me to turn yep. on the fix and off because naturally, that's who I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and when you're bringing me a problem, I'm that's what you want to do. I want to find a solution. It, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it, and and then again expectations you know um i assumed because you're coming to me with a problem you you're expecting me to fix it, me mm-hmm. to fix it. Mm-hmm. because other than that why else would you be coming to me with your problem right you know um but yeah and, and this is why it's important that we communicate these things because again there were times where i was trying to fix a thing where it it already was fixed or didn't need fixing whatever the case right but it was just it was just a conversation right and that's all it was supposed to be right 
right. And I think that now that you said that, I think that that's that that's uh, I was just talking to somebody about about our issues with communication, yours and mine. And and I, I mean, we know that that's because of how we were raised. But <laughs> I think that being being able to like have have the opportunity to have observed so many situations before I engaged with people, right. I'm able to to identify. So even when I'm talking now, because right, keep in mind, I just started talking to people like recently. Um, Yesterday. <laughs> right. Like, so now that I'm talking to people, I'll tell them like, I just want you to listen. Like, I'm going through some stuff. I just want you to listen. I'm not, I, if I want advice, I'm going to say, like, bro, I need advice. Like, I'm going to say what I need from you because I understand other people's needs for for you, like, for themselves and for you. So it's like I'm, I'm going to give you that so I know. Because, like I said, I have to be in the right mind for what type of processing is required of me so I can give you what you need from me. I, I won't go in depth because I don't want people to look at me like I'm crazy. Already done. Now, um, I have a question for you. So, <laughs> considering how we were raised, right, our upbringing in the in the home, in church, all the different um, backgrounds, so on and so forth, influences, and then now being in mental health, being a counselor, right? Right. What What do you feel, or do they all play a role? outweighs the most when giving advice or counseling is it the upbringing is it the the experience in the mental health field is it um listening to the person and and really listening we're gonna talk about that one day about truly listening oh, yeah. to, a, to a person oh, yeah. and understanding what that actually because means. that's a skill Oh man! Remember when our mom used to say that all the time? Listening is a skill, but and we and it's to annoy us. But no, it, to <laughs> legit listen to a person is something completely different. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that another time. I think we need to have like a whole mental health. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah. man! Uh, uh, just we would blow people's minds because it's so <laughs> it's, it's so like even when I was learning about certain things, it's like oh, you know what I'm saying? It's like why didn't I think of that or why didn't I know that? It's so like regular right but right. it's not normal it's not normal <laughs> and 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 the reason why i asked you the question is because oftentimes when i have people that come into the office for their session or what have you and they leave and they say well i wasn't expecting it mm -hmm. to go that way or i had someone even say in the middle of a session like are you supposed to say this to me uh -huh. are you supposed to talk to me like uh -huh. this and i'm like well how do you want me to talk right. to you and well you're a counselor. Shouldn't you say this, 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 this? And then why are you sitting in this chair? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I asked the question. I'm yeah. just curious. Um, in your experience in the field, you know, what what's your best form of practice, as as they say? So I definitely think that it's a combination, but I also think that it depends on the on the situation and circumstances. For instance, like if if I'm in a professional capacity and we don't have that rapport yet, I'm only going off of the the professionalism. Like I'm not going from my personal experience because I don't know if you're going to be able to relate to that, right? Or or if I'm going to be able to relate to your situation on a personal level. When you when you learn about a a, a specific topic like mental health, 
you know, you are given these skills and you're, you know, you're able to relate to anybody pretty much in that capacity. But on a personal level, it's something different. So if we if we didn't, haven't built that rapport yet and I don't know where you're coming from, you don't know where I'm coming from, I keep it very professional until we, you know, build that rapport, which <laughs> you know how it is. It don't take long. Uh, <laughs> until we build that rapport and then I know how to relate to you so that we can communicate effectively with one another. So I definitely think it's a combination. And I also think that with that combination, because just being a human, and that's what I always tell people, like, these therapists that y'all putting so much emphasis on are people like and that was something that I had to learn as as a teacher even before I got into mental health when I was an educator I remember being a child being a student thinking that this is this is all you do this is who you are as a person right. just a teacher right and and then I'm not accounting know, that there are parents still and, right so when yeah. I became an educator and I'm thinking about all the stuff that I had going on at home and then I'm going in with these kids who like just idolize me and worship me, you know, and like just think the utmost of me. And I'm thinking like I'm barely making it in here in the morning. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, snap. Like that's a that's a real thing. So so by the time I got to mental health, I'm t- I'm telling other people who, you know, again, I'm a mental health advocate. Like, please, you know, if, if therapy is going to work for you, because that's another thing. As an advocate, I can say therapy is not for everybody. As an educator, I can say school is not for everybody. Right. Like these are right. these are just real things. So I, I just tell people like all the time like we are still human so you know as as a human being I'm going to have certain moments where you're telling me something and I'm thinking about something that that from personal experience you know what I'm saying so I think it's definitely so in in the field you know you're you're told and taught not to not to case manager or social work your friends right, right. but it, it comes naturally i was gonna say right? that's you can't you can't not do that like that's hate to use double negative and but I, that's just not and i happen. almost think you'd be foolish not to you understand because they come to you expecting it and i always ask that's another thing i ask am Who i a professional do you that's or is this yes. personal like which yes. one which one of me you know which one of me you try and get to because i <laughs> that is exactly what i was segue into because I've, I tell people that all the time, and people I've had people look at me like, well, what do you mean? Aren't they one and the same? And the Absolutely not. Listen, <laughs> who you want to, do you want to talk to Christian? Do you want to talk to the count? Who do you, who, which part of version of me do you want to talk to? Mm-hmm. Um, because understand the response will be different. Absolutely. The response will be different. So we're, we're talking, right, we're talking about, because um, I'm sure y'all are like, what? why are they talking about mental? Because this is key. Because what happens is with expectations, you can either put limitations on people or you can put too much on people based off of expectations. And what does that do to you mentally and how does that affect them mentally? So this is why we're 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 talking the mental health aspect and piece of this, um, because a lot of people, I, I think, in this world today, uh, we do too much dusting stuff off and not paying attention to what the actual concern or issue is. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, because expectations, um, for some of us, it's like that's not that big of a deal. I didn't expect you to be bothered or so on you know what i mean and and we 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 look over a lot of things um and don't look at the domino effect of Mm -hmm. things 
So um, this this is why we're 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 kind of bouncing back and forth, um, but not necessarily back and forth. It they they're parallel. They they run hand in hand together, and that's one of the reasons why I love Wale. Anyway, is because he talks so much about mental health, <laughs> and and in such a poetic way. I, I love when people can can make pain beautiful, like can express something that that isn't beautiful, yeah. sound yeah. beautiful. Like yeah. I'm, I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead, you can hit the next one. I've been sorting through a lot of stuff that's in my head now, a lot of stuff that had me scared now, and don't you leave me here for dead now. I've been sorting through a lot of stuff that's in my head now, a lot of stuff that had me scared now, and don't you leave me here for dead now. Um, Just real quick, I just think that that part he was saying, like, with expectations, you might, feel like because I'm a certain age I'm supposed to have certain things figured out already and if I don't it's like forget me type of thing can like I, we have can to I be say able something to give each that? other grace yeah I I legit was having a conversation um with an older gentleman um not much older than me but older than me and you know he he was pointing out all of his flaws and errors and this and that and he kept saying he's like you know well, I'm 41, I should be here mm. by now. Or I'm 41 and I should have this by now. And, and I would have said, who and told I, you that? I did. Oh, man, can I tell you how that changed the whole conversation? Right, right. So I, and I said that to him. I said, who told you that? Mm. I said, who said that? And I said, were they there at 41? Did right. they mm. have all Keep these preaching. things? And, 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 and because, again, because of our upbringing sometimes um, because of different beliefs and different cultural backgrounds, what have you, it, again, expectations. And and here's the thing, and I was just having a conversation with um, a, a good couple um, friends of mine, and, and we were talking about, <coughs> kind of, we were kind of talking about the show um, and, and what tonight's episode was going to be about, and they're married, and... Um, and we were just talking about the communication in the marriage and, and how because of the mindset with expectations, it already creates havoc in the relationship oh yeah. because of the lack of communication, because of expectations, mm -hmm. because we, we think a way so we feel like we don't need to talk mm -hmm. specific things or certain things because we expect it to be this way. Right. And that's that's not the case. And and the whole thing is is it's like a lot of times we we pressure ourselves mm -hmm. and build this this um this outlook on things of how we, we should picture things or how we should be setting our own goals because of the expectations that was put on us. You know, again, talking to the gentleman, he's like, Well, I'm forty one and I should have this and I should and, and understand. You can have goals, and it's great to set goals, but not under the pressure of within a certain time or a certain age or a bracket or whatever, you have to be or should be here because everybody is different. And what, what I might be able to do in one day, it might take you two. Talk about it. You know, and, and we have to be mindful of this is, this is why there's different types of learning. Mm -hmm. This is why there's different types of listening. Mm -hmm. yeah, there's different. There's there's differences in these things, and we have to be um, we have to be flexible in 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 those things. 
So let me just add on because this is this. I'm tr- I'm gonna try to keep it superficial and not go too far. But the thing the thing is about communication and relationship is you have to know. How, and this is this. I won't say who, but this is a, a constant conversation that I'm having with somebody is you have to know your audience yeah. because the yeah. way that you yeah. are talking, yeah. I am not receiving it. I am not going to receive. That's such a key part of communication because it's like my whole thing with this person is who are you communicating for? Mm -hmm. Because if it's for me, then you need to talk to me in a way that I can understand in a way that I can receive what what it is, the message that you're giving me. So and it's well, like I said before, with my with my boys, it's like don't have an argument because that's what it becomes like. Don't have an argument with somebody who is set on. misunderstanding you or not understanding because then you wasting your time but there should be an effort put into your audience like there should be an an attempt to communicate what it is that you're trying to say to the person you want to say it to um and then like you know what people talk about love languages it's like you have to know your partner's love language. You have to be able to to communicate with them in a way that feels good to them. And that was another thing for me uh, and, and previous uh, relationships is like, and not even just romantically, but, but with family too. It's like just you thinking that you offering this to me is supposed to, it's supposed to like be everything, but it's like, what am I supposed to do with this? Right? Like what you, what you think you're offering me is what you can offer, which is great. I appreciate the attempt, but if I don't need it, I don't want it. There's nothing I can do with it. Then your, your, your uh, purpose or your attempt at it is, is, is a failure. It's not what you want it to be. (laughs) I have a confession. Shout outs to, uh, Apostle Moses Griffin, World Cloth Ministries and School of Light Church. I was one of those guys who Most are. who who felt like that love language crap was just a was crap <laughs> in a magazine. It was stupid and I wasn't doing it. <laughs> it's dumb. What we let's just talk. What we need to take a quiz for out of a magazine. This is foolishness. <laughs> it's not until being in that ministry, and they did it as an activity in the ministry mm. because it took me outside of an intimate mindset uh-huh. and and helped me to understand that no, this is a people's thing. Period. Yes, it, it it's not it's not a boo thing. Yeah, it's it's a people's thing. Right. So understanding how people receive mm-hmm. and oh my, it, mm-hmm. it let me tell you, changed my whole outlook yeah and now i am an advocate and a promoter <laughs> of take the quiz <laughs> for yourself not for say, your partner it tells you about take yourself it for yourself too. because oh, so wow. let's, let's take you and i for an example like we both love to give yes but we both have pause with receiving yes <laughs> so can you imagine someone on the outside looking in like, oh, they do this, 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 and this. I right. have to do that, 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 that. See, and that's and the, now, but that's expectation and, right, though. Exactly. But now we we on the like over here, like, wait, wait, what's going yeah, on? What's happening? Yeah, yeah. What's all this about? Miss me with it. <laughs> <laughs> we need to be able to identify that within ourselves so we could communicate, like, bro, let me just do this for you because what the feeling that you're trying to give me with giving me 
an item, I'm already getting by giving you an item. So I'm cool on that. <laughs> like people, people ain't going to believe you. People going to have a hard time with that. But at least I put it out there. At least I let you know what it was. Right. So I did my part. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is. Um, that love language thing, it, it is, like I said, to me, is, is vital to the person, you as an individual. Um, because when you learn your love language, it will impact on how you communicate. And then when you learn others' love languages, it, it, it allows a level of sensitivity to other people and communicating. So, um, yeah, whoever created that, we just promoted you, send me a check. <laughs> Yeah, but no, for real, y'all. Um, definitely, that thing is available everywhere. Google it. You don't even. I don't even think they do magazines like that no more. I right? was gonna say, dang, <laughs> that's crazy. I kind of told on myself, <laughs> like. <laughs> but I mean, I I do think that it's a part of knowing yourself too. So I, yeah. I don't. I, you know, I'm not with the relationship thing. So definitely do it for yourself. Now I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, you ready? Yep. Go ahead. Look, the winner is here. Depression, depression is tripling. Nobody give a crap. I'm getting bread. Industry really be killing my homies. Guess entertainment business, yin and the yang. Wait, I'm not the same. I can't find no peace. I sacrificed my world to a world that ignore me. Black man in therapy. Wait, could you, can you just... Because the rest of it goes with that. Mm -hmm. But that line alone, I sacrifice my world to a world that ignores me. Yeah, it was it was already difficult for me to break this song down. So Mary's not here. Shout out to my girl. But it's this song is so it's so personal to me because it, like Wale just speaks to my soul. Like he just talks to me and for me. And this verse right here is just it's so poetic. And yeah. so deep. Yeah. And I was like, it's going to be hard for me to be able to break this verse down without literally going line for line. So, right, yeah, right. It's, it's tough. But, um, yeah, that's a hard hitter. But let me uh, finish for you. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, I got excited. <laughs> I sacrificed my world to a world that ignored me. Black man in therapy because white terror don't sleep. I got to roll up my leaf. Might stop the PTSD. Carried away, shorties break up with you if you don't break. Homies is lame, homie my drive ain't the same. Of course you irate, it's a wraith. On God I got some reason to wear my head down. Pray all my odds be even cause it get hard. And I follow what I feel but that's the issue. My thoughts can't be deceiving if they get a warm welcome. So first and foremost, let's give Naya a round of applause. <laughs> Cause she even substituting some of these words, and she's doing such a phenomenal <laughs> job. Because I'm right. reading the lyrics, and I said, "That ain't what he be." <laughs> Y'all know what he said. Y'all know what he. Cause that ain't what he be. <laughs> um, this man, this this piece here, I feel like Wale should be receiving a Nobel Peace Prize but or something. I was thinking that at the top of the episode, <laughs> like we could break down any Wale song any day and just this guy is just <laughs> oh man. I mean, if if this if 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 this is not causing you to think, um, I don't. Uh, you're lost. You you get no for real you're lost because it, he's he's addressing 
so much and and is still personalizing it. And then in the addressing, he's not, there's no distinction of, there's no separation, there's no white versus black, there's no, you know. We messed up out here, y'all. Yeah, That's what there's, saying. there's no LGBTQ versus, it, there's none of this. It's none of this, this separations, these groups, these clusters. It's it's we as as people. Me as an individual, Christian, the man himself, like this is, and I can relate to these things that he's talking about. Every every last thing that he's the only thing I'm not rolling anything to do with PTSD, but I do (laughs) I do encounter, especially with work. This is one of the biggest things that I have to fight for at work is is because being in the army, you know, and we've had this conversation because I've I've had to come to you to, to get some advice on some case studies because I just didn't know what to do. Or how to do because the the military being in the army and and I've been doing it for seventeen years so black and white tells me listen you're you're still federal so no matter what the state says say, doesn't matter you're federal <laughs> so you cannot smoke marijuana period mm-hmm. but you have PTSD I get it you don't want to be on opioids you already became addicted got weaned off of that almost OD'd. The weed is working for you. This is how you cope. It's helping you, so on and so forth. I'm kicking you out because you're smoking it. This is something I have to deal with almost every day. I'm not going to comment too much because you already know how I feel. But I will say, good and bad, I'm, I'm glad that the military is making strides towards understanding mental health. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is big for us. It is. Yeah. It really is. I will say, on the other hand, that there is a lot of things that bother me. One being that PTSD is an acceptable mental health diagnosis in the military, but so many other things that are associated with PTSD are not. So um, I find that problematic. And I'm not talking about smoking weed. I'm talking about other mental health diagnoses right. that are associated with PTSD being cause for discharge. So, yeah. um, good and bad. There you you go. know, it's, it's <laughs> you know, again, the mental health is, is one of those things is, is very, it, it's, there's no black and white. It's all gray, you know? And, and one of the things, um, before the military really took a look at mental health, and I think even before the world took a look at mental health, but specifically the military, one of the things that we've often dealt with a lot was malingering. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, people who would pretend yeah. something was wrong with them because they just wanted to get out of the army. Mm-hmm. And then now you have people with all kinds of social anxieties and um, uh, 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 split personalities and, and they have all these different things now and now it's like but can I, I say and this is just my personal belief this is my professional opinion I believe that people who engage in malingering have a diagnosis like it takes a certain type of person to to <laughs> want to don't or you be start willing talking to about Michael Myers and Chucky <laughs> on here <laughs> who, who are willing to do that you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like this, it takes a certain type of of person. It takes Absolutely. a certain type of imbalance somewhere to you where that's have, your right. your you avenue. You still have to yeah. figure out what 
what is what has gotten us to this right bipolar schizophrenic moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I'm gonna try to hit the highlights without going line for line. Depression depression, I don't know why I can't say depression. Depression is tripling, I'm getting bread. That's what the world tells us. Like because what he said was depression is tripling. Nobody gives a crap. I'm getting bread. Because that's what right. the world tells you. Like right. no matter what you especially black people, Lord Jesus. As no matter you what you going you through. It. No matter what you going through, no matter what's happening in the world, no matter what's like happening at home, as long as you go into work, because the minute that you don't, right, you're the problem. Not everything else right. that you're dealing with, it's you're the problem. I I just want to say this, just to piggyback, it is it is it is um, awesome and amazing for him to say this, um, because the music industry is one of the main industries that that is an example of that. Oh, that's the next line. <laughs> industry really be killing my homies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mic drop. Yeah, yeah. Um. I was just uh, oh, never mind. I won't even go there. It it the amount of artists that have OD'd within the last five years. And that last that five. whole that whole bottom dollar thing is just so trash because it's like it's like I'm not gonna do anything to intervene. I'm not gonna try to save your life right. because I'm still gonna make money once you're gone and probably more. So And probably make money off of you. Right. So gone. You know, do you, Shorty? Like that's that's what they given and it's sick. But anyhow, um, I'm not the same. I can't find no peace. This line to me is everything for a black man to use his platform and say I'm not the same. I can't find peace. That's so huge. Like, that's so huge because we have to be able to say, and this was like a key, and I want to just do my own little plug here. Uh, Seduced by Suffering is almost a year old when you said we've been doing this for a year. That's what I thought about. And that was a key part of why that book was so important to me. I started that book saying I am not okay because that's so important. Like, what I learned from memories and melodies the, the reviews that i got the feedback that i got is that people really like put me on this pedestal like you know like i i'm unbreakable or like I, i'm unflinchable like bro like i'm not okay out here like i'm not i'm not going i've never been the type of person to express myself the way other people expect me to right but i'm i'm not okay like i'm dealing with some stuff i'm going through some stuff i'm human like that was my whole point in that um in that in that book so i really just i love that he said that i just it's just everything to me um and then of course your line i sacrificed my world to a world that ignore me like again i feel like this is probably the most relatable line like so many of us can relate to this but won't and say it can be it. broken down in so many different right. ways but we won't say this oh because that's the truth that's the that's so true like bro we the the things that we give to this where I was just thinking about this earlier, I was thinking about paper and how much emphasis we put on paper, right? And how little emphasis we put on connection. So what I'm saying is we value money that has absolutely no value. Mm -hmm. We value degrees that has absolutely no value. 
<laughs> we we the things that we value like these these pieces of paper because everything that matters to us is what's on black and white right like right. like what is our credit score what what is our accomplishments what what are people what are what is our file say right that hypothetical file say about us what have we accomplished but what's really important that we that we put so little value on is our connections with people cuz if i made all the money in the world i think about these billionaires who have trash relationships with their children like no matter how much money that we make when Not we're just gone, children, no fam- they just got no family right. at all like no no matter how much money we make no matter how much we accomplish i love the saying if you want to know the truth about a person asks their child. I love that because it's so true. It's so important because children are some of the most forgiving, some of the most honest, that, some of the that most is a fact. like j- just describe, incredible. Describe people my daughter. Shout out to world. my baby girl. Yes, Keone. I was going to start birthday, the show like baby. that. Happy birthday, <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, it's just so it's just so crazy how little value we put in the things that are most valuable. Like, yeah. like to me, when I'm going, like, I, I don't care what's, what my file says. I care what my children going to say about me. I care about what my family going to say about me. I care about, and when I say family, I mean, like, the people that love me. I'm, I'm just <laughs> saying, like, that, that's more important to me because you ain't, you're never going to know somebody from a file. You're never going to know who they are as a person, what they truly mean to people, like how they interact with you, how like how they make you feel as a person. Like that stuff is so almost invaluable. Like it's like so important and, and I just feel like we just so far removed from it. Definitely. Um the part where he says, Shorties break up with you if you don't break. Don't Huh? Don't I'm going to just let that breathe. Yeah. It. Yep. And then he says, pray all my odds are even because it get hard. Come on with the metaphors. Like, I like it. Um, I just, I just, you know, leave that to interpretation. I just love it. I just love it. Um, and I follow what I feel, but that's the issue. <laughs> Wale, shout, shout outs to you, sir. He's just too honest. Every time anybody you, starts that Wale hate train, because y'all know I'm a I'm an avid fan, I just be like, he's too honest. Because that's, that's what I be feeling like when people be feeling the way towards me. It's usually because I said something they don't want to hear. Like genuinely, that's really what be happening. Like he's just too honest. And in a world where we thrive on negativity and lies and, and uh, fake luxury, like, right. Like some stuff that you, you know, we say it's, it's a name brand, but it really ain't from that store. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. like just fraud stuff is so important right now. It's so like, what we what we value was what we care about so because everybody feels the need to, put to fit on. in yeah so when you get and somebody what are you who, really fitting into when you get somebody who stripped down all that criminy cricket crap it's like what? too real criminy cricket crap. i was trying not to guess <laughs> <laughs> it's just too it's too real to digest for most people it's just too real wow 
Yeah, go ahead. I, because I'm I'm stuck on the on the uh, on the breaking part, so you got to keep going. Or, or it's we crazy. Can, we just yeah. Uh, we get the <laughs> chorus again. I've been sorting through a lot of stuff that's in my head now. A lot of stuff that had me scared now. And don't you leave me here for dead now. And that's repeated. Look, and on God, she got some reason to wear her head down. Pray all her odds be even, cause it get hard. And she follow what she feel, and that's the issue. My thoughts can't be deceiving. My thoughts can't be deceiving. Yeah, you. Yeah, because I'm telling you, I. You know, listen, because if we these this song Wale period, and then this song, right? It's like Wale is over here, and then this song is over here, and then there's him and the song, cause his his song. Mm -hmm. But yo, this song is in its own category. By itself, okay? And you said it. You can take any Wale song, and we can go line for line. Mm-hmm. But this one here, yo, if we go line for line, listen, y'all y'all might as well should get it's dinner, sit at the table, and let's for real have a conversation. FaceTime me, uh, uh, direct connect on, on the stream, and, and let's, no, let's, you know what I'm saying? Because, uh-huh. yo, there's just so much that is covered in this song, and, and it's, it's all truth yeah factual truth yeah you understand and and it's stuff that everyone is feeling it's stuff that everyone is experiencing and stuff that everyone can relate to but guess right. what nobody's talking about right that. it's all the stuff that we hide nobody's that he exposes that's why they're creating on it but let me just highlight this one line um again and i'll go ahead and express my thoughts on it um she follow what she feel, and that's the issue. And I'm going to tie that to the line when Black said, um, it's easy for for you to have the right answers because you're not in my position. Because I feel like the world wants us to do things a certain way, right? Right. And when we don't, it's like we're, we're ostracized. Like, right. Like that's that's not how I would have did that, or that's not what the book told me to right. do in that situation. So for you to do it a different way is problematic, and because you're wrong, and that's and that's the <laughs> thing, and that's the thing right? about about society is people are so quick to judge you until it works. Like, oh you oh you shouldn't have did that. You should have did this right, but then. Maybe they can't see because they don't have the foresight that you have that two right. years from now, that same decision is, is what's going to make me successful in how I define success. Right. Because that's a key. Because <laughs> what does success look like to you? And, and I think that's, that's something. Different you know what? For and, and, and let me tell you something. When y'all doing these career days and stuff, I think that should be that should be a question. That should be a question. Yeah. Because. There we we started um a multimedia plug. We started a multimedia program and it it branched into teaching entrepreneurship to young people. Mm-hmm. But they love it. Yeah. They gravitate to it. Mm-hmm. And if you look at what they teach in the school now with STEM and all that kind of stuff, you're kind of touching the other parts of the child outside of the studies and the books. Mm-hmm. So now you're you're helping them find themselves oh, yeah. and get in touch with their creative side. Yeah. No, 
No, we were we were on the ground early with that. I remember when we were in school and they were trying to remove shop and um what was that other class? Home economics. Home economics. And yeah. we were like, oh no way. We we was having people sign petitions and yeah. everything. Like yeah. like there has to be uh outlet for, for people, like especially children. Like like how am I supposed to figure out what I want to do? Because that's this is what I'm going through with my son now. This is why some people can't cook now. <laughs> Sorry, my my sorry. son is about to start high school, and it's like I know that people are going to be putting that pressure on him. Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And how can we really ask that if we haven't given them the tools to figure it out? Haven't given them the opportunity to figure it out? Like, I don't know. Yeah, you know I'm saying like that's crazy. I saw this. Um, I saw something on social media where this girl was like, um, and she, you know, she obviously had to be young, maybe in her early 20s, where she was like, I don't want to be 30 still trying to figure it out. And somebody commented and said, who won't tell her? And I just started laughing because it's like, bro, that's when you really just starting to figure no, stuff for, out and you're no, 30. For real. <laughs> like, what is you? What is it that you think is going to happen? <laughs> like, it's crazy to what we think and, and of the world and ourselves. See, and this it's is like what, so unrealistic. This is what people don't talk about. And this and watch this. And this is the stats that we don't touch on because this is why the divorce rate is so high. Mm. This is why domestic violence is on the all time. Like this is why these things are are just skyrocketing negatively because the lack of preparation. Yes. We we think that, you know, um fifty is too old, mm-hmm. you know, to, to get married. You know, and, and, and the whole thing is watch this y'all. Get out of that mindset of settling down. How about that? But we'll, we'll talk about that another time. We'll talk about real. that another time. We'll talk about that another time. Mm-hmm. But um, you, you, we we there's there's so much you know because now pe- you, oh, uh, I think forty now. You know you you you're at risk if you get pregnant at forty and this that or whatever. But if you're healthy. Because I I know some people who have had children at 40 and older Mm -hmm. and have had greater success, healthier babies, so on and so forth, than 20-year-olds. Hell yeah. You understand? So there's just lifestyle. Mm -hmm. That's the word, lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And when I say lifestyle, I'm talking about from your mentality to what you put in your heart to what you put in your mouth into your stomach. um, Lifestyle. Every day, how you live, how you eat, how you move, how you think, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Let's cancel out expectations. Yep. And let's talk about lifestyle. All right. And I remember I was, I think I was 19 and and just starting in the field. And I remember how adamant I was about not treating the diagnosis and treating the person because even what when and that's say? that's such a thing wow. in this in this industry like they just oh my gosh they will write a whole treatment plan just based on the diagnosis and they never even met the patient like Jesus anyway Case um <laughs> my my thing is wow. and and uh, you know it's funny because i had a coworker and she had um ADHD and she used to always come to me and, and complain about our boss because she's like, I just don't like the way she talks about it as if it's so debilitating. Like I've been living with this for all these years and I'm, you know, and she, she knows how to address the, the uh, hurdles that, you know, this may present and she's been navigating it fine. So right. it was really, you know, like upsetting to her and offensive to her that someone could, 
could talk to her that way. And and that's just, I, I just love being able to observe because it's like you learn so much. And again, I'll say this because I don't want it to seem like I'm promoting, but school's not for everybody. When I was 17, I started college and there was someone in my class who was, and I was the, obviously the youngest person in the, the school, in the classes. And then I had a class with someone who was, I think she was 60 something. She, I can't remember exactly, but she was 60 something. And I always used to like, when I would be already in class and when she would come in, I would get up and go sit next to her. Cause I just felt like she had more information than, than I could possibly learn from the teacher. Like I didn't really care. Like, you know, what, well, what is it? Cause even in college, right? Like we, we're in the same class, we're listening to the same professor, but our notes are going to be different. Right. What she thinks is important right. and what I think is important are going to be different. So that's why it's important study groups and stuff like that. Again, I'm not promoting because school's not for everybody. <laughs> but that's why study groups are so important because it gives you different perspectives on this might be on the quiz and this might be something you might not have even thought of or thought to pay right. attention to. And that's why that stuff is so important. So when I went back for my second degree and now I'm older, I, I was like, oh, my gosh is so much easier yeah like life experience just really truly helped me focus because that stuff that stuff is intimidating attention and what what i was receiving and taking and i was able to remember because i always had a really terrible memory i was able to remember so much because i was able to relate to it more because i had so much life experience and here i am and luckily i can pass but here i am in class with all these <laughs> 19 year olds and and by the way they really did think i was their age bless their hearts but you know i f i feel like we were definitely taking something different right. away from every class from every session so i mean again school's not for everybody some people really thrive fresh out of high school and college i was not that person um so yeah i mean it's just definitely important to pay attention to to what it is that you can learn from every opportunity that's that's my opinion at least Summer approaching, she look in the mirror, she wish it was winter. Her tummy is poking, looking at Instagram, making you sick. Yeah, the figure you're fishing for ain't in the ocean. Your potential is more than gold. Expectations is bogus, though. Talk about what the eye don't see. This is body dysmorphia. Most of these pseudo-celebrities ain't really beautiful as you could ever be. Talking the, talking the tanning and bleaching and all the procedures that make you go think that you're not a queen. And I ain't judging, just be just being real. If the silicone help your anxiety, if I like you enough, I'ma foot the bill. But you do it for you, shorty, not for me. That's the right. cycle that she repeat. All the models she follow and live in sweet. But the body she like doesn't come for cheap. She will live under the knife for the infamy. But who am I to judge? I got my own problems, so I am not the one. When things get dark, I be in my own mind. So even in the crowd, I'll be more so alone. It's like, yo, just like me, just like us, just like her, just like you, just like us. Heavy. It To go back even to the college thing, I was talking to someone who's uh, in, in school now, nursing's medical school, nursing school, and she was comparing and 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 I'm listening to her get her own self uh stressed out and anxiety 
all reason because she's like, and she had a highlighter and da 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 da, da and you're just going on and on and, and it's crazy because because that that and I remember from me because I used to I used to look around and be like, dang they got highlighters, what you circling? Why are you circling stuff? Why are you writing stuff? What? Why are you underlining stuff? Meanwhile, I'm just sitting there like this. What are you even talking about? What? Like that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> I was definitely that student. So when I get out of <laughs> class, I gotta go to work. I'm gonna go home and do laundry. Right. Gotta walk the dog. Right. Like that. That's where I was. And then, and it's so funny because I was as I was encouraging her. And then the next day when we recap, and then she's like, "So yeah, the girl who had the highlighters and the different highlighters and the paper clips and this that or whatever, she bombed the test, and I did way better than her." Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. yeah that's how that goes. <laughs> no, for real. It's like you, you, you have to, you have to know who you are. Mm-hmm. But in knowing who you are, you have to be comfortable and confident in yourself. Oh, yeah. And people get so lost behind other people or other people's expectations. Mm-hmm. What he was just talking about when this last this last verse with with women and and the constant changing and the um the makeups and the hair and the, just all these many different things, but when you take it all off, who are you? Exactly. And that's the whole thing. If 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 you're the same per, I, because I know some people who put on makeup and put on a wig and even even how they talk change. Oh yeah. <laughs> but like what where that accent come from mm-hmm. you a new yorker now right. <laughs> what right. get out of here you know and and I, I watch it i see people do it and it irritates me from some, from <laughs> some people i just want to took them but praise the lord um literally no this this is it's a serious thing this happens yeah. it happens quite often and and the whole thing is it's like because people gawk at those things and encourage those things or whatever or see them all day every day because that's where they spend yeah their time what, what people media. are not realizing is yo we're, we're doing such a detriment mm-hmm. because you're killing the self-esteem even the more mm-hmm. hear what i'm saying this this is what leads to suicide y'all like for real yeah um we we, we have to you got to be mindful of of even when complimenting people, mm-hmm. don't just compliment the, you know. Oh, you'll love this. So, um, I had the boys. They were arguing, and I, listen, I I get to a point where I'm not going to keep repeating myself. So Did I you make kept them sit I kept trying to redirect nice them. Stuff? They wasn't oh, with it. God. I had them sit down. Hold hands, look at each other, <laughs> and say three nice How things did about I each know other, right? This. And my thing is, and of course, you know, my oldest son, he thinks he's a jokester. He goes, I like your nose. I said, it can't be physical. That's that's an important part wow. of complimenting each other. Like you're not you're not gonna do no superficial. It gotta be yeah. something. And and when he gave him the compliment, I said, "Did you mean that? Was that true? Like, or are you just making this up so you can go on about your business?" Right, right. Because this is this is like. I, my I won't I won't go off on a tangent, but it's it's important how we it's important how we treat each other and how we interact with each other and you know this is I always be telling them like <laughs> I always be telling them like 
okay, this is a life lesson. Like, I'll stop when I was like, this is a life lesson because <laughs> this could be applied to. And I'll go go into that because the thing about it is at the at the end of the day, and I think that this isn't this is other people do this, too. It's like. Oh well, I see you every day, so you you know me. You should so, know, right? So you yeah. should know that Again, I love you, so I can talk to you how I want to. That's a real thing, especially in these relationships. Like, oh, you know, I love you, so I could talk to you crazy. No, sir, that no. is not how that goes. Because you love me, you, you should, should talk to me this way. Yes. Like that's a real thing, especially, and I, I and I'm just saying as an observer. As especially among siblings, among brothers, it's like, you know, you should you should treat him better than you would treat anybody else because of that. Not the opposite. Carry on. So that's a good exercise that you did. However, <laughs> I feel bad for my nephews. I was going to say that you was triggered. <laughs> Man, no, we used to have to do that as children. We were not me and him because I wasn't the problem. <laughs> My older sister and I, we we held all hands the time. all the time. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't work, but I'm hoping it worked for my <laughs> sons. <laughs> Maybe we need to. <laughs> Maybe I should do that again. <laughs> no. <laughs> you probably have to practice oh, your man. first. <laughs> Let me work Bless on it now. Let me pray. <laughs> Father who art in heaven. And no, but seriously, <laughs> I, and this and that's what I'm saying. Let let's 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 steer away from complimenting the physical. Right. I, I did that motion thinking makeup and hair and stuff, but yeah, the physical. And let's let's dig deep. You know, let's let's compliment, you know, what we really think Personality, of the character. person. What what uh, uh, again if 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 they wipe that makeup off, are you still attracted to them? Hmm. If if they take off that that certain um, outfit, are you still attracted to them? If if they wore some uh, Shacks instead of Jordans, Shacks from Walmart, just, yeah, are you still attracted to them? I ain't gonna lie, that immediately was like, ah, <laughs> see, that really just. <laughs> <laughs> See that? Yeah. No, but and, and that's the stuff that we it's have It's so to true. I feel convicted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. No, and, and for real, for real, though, but that we, we have to get away from the material and the physical of things because we're, we're it's a detriment. We are doing more harm than good um, because now, I mean, think about it. Children now, they come up. Thinking they need to go to school with the freshest this and the freshest that and da da. And I remember for us, you know, we had to wear uniforms. So no, I'm not spending no money on yeah. those no no fancy yeah. sneakers and nothing. And, and you know, I remember, and, and we had bobos for 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 school and still had to come home and change into another pair of bobos to go, go outside, outside and play. And, and I remember our rationale being, well, we can't express ourselves through our outfits, so we should be able to express ourselves through our shoes. But yeah. ain't nobody was trying to hear that. Mental health wasn't a thing it. when we was kids. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beans um, for everybody. I just, I just want to highlight the diagnosis that he mentions throughout the song. Um, he mentions depression. Yes. Anxiety. Yes. PTSD. Yes. Body dysmorphia. Yes. And those are the ones that I immediately recognize. There's probably some more in here. Now, but hold on. You got to touch on body be, uh, dysmorphia because yeah. some people don't even know what that is. So that's that's when you 
devalue your appearance based on an ideal uh, of a, another body Hear type. Hear the definition. It's not necessarily that you got a tummy tuck a sleeve or butt implants. It's the the mental part. Yeah. It not we're not talking about the physical piece of it. We're talking about the mental part of it. So mentally, you tore yourself apart. Mm-hmm. All right, continue. I also like that he <coughs> references um, seasons and associates them with, with yeah. diagnosis, and that's yes. that could be metaphoric and literal because it happens. Like no, in, it does. In the winter, depression skyrockets. Christmas and in summer, I can see body dysmorphia yes. skyrocketing. Yes, yes. Um, so I love that he did that. It's so he's just he's just so pure. So so raw and honest. I just love Pass it. Pastor Wale, come t- <laughs> come to the office, please. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was good. Um, that was actually it. Yeah, yeah, because it just and goes he said, back to look looking at Instagram, making you sick. Mm. Right, <laughs> the bars. <laughs> you know, and and it's crazy because even even as a a young man, um, people looked at me weird. Because I wasn't, I always steered away from the popular. So, like, anytime somebody liked, like, you know, uh, Nia Long was was it. Because Wait Until Excel, no, not Soul Food, sorry. Soul Food was the movie. So, Nia Long was, you know, that was everybody's wife. I didn't like Nia Long. You know, Halle Berry. Well, I love Nia Long. Everybody liked Halle. But, no, what I'm saying, I I always. When when everybody went for the popular, I wonder what that's about because I feel the same way. I I don't I just because I I remember like even now like Denzel has always been a, a fixture yeah. in my, my whole life and I'm just like I think he's a great actor. Moving on, yeah. like <laughs> right, like okay. I'm just <laughs> right, and even now, like even still, I'm just not. Anytime people are now his son, all no. about the popular, I just be like. Okay. Right. You know. Yeah. And then I name somebody people ain't never even heard of. <laughs> and right. Then, but then they look and they like, oh. But you know what? M- my son Justice is like that. Um, cause he introduces me to so much, um, from from Instagram to TikTok. Yeah, he's um, definitely unique. Just the way he wears his hair, I love it. <sighs> I love it. You know, and uh, I love it just because I know he didn't get that from somebody. Else. And people, <laughs> everybody <laughs> like loves know, his hair, I but know, <laughs> I know you. I know you don't. <laughs> it drives me because it's, it's, it's unique. It's, it's it's just yeah. And he literally wakes up and just does something different, and yeah. he swear he styled it, and I swear it looked like he just slept on it. But you know. <laughs> Yeah, more power uh, to him. You can't. Uh, yeah, gotta love him. Yeah. Um, but you know what? And 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 it's crazy because it's funny you mentioned that. I, we were riding the other day in the car. It is hot, hot. I, it was one of the ninety degree weather days, and I'm like, bro, you got on this all this black, and you you got on a long sleeve shirt, and you wearing sweatpants. What's wrong with you? You're not hot. And and he wasn't sweating. Meanwhile, I got on short sleeve. I got sweat dripping in my eye. Can't y'all, even see. Y'all drip is different. <laughs> Do you know that's what he said to me, little smart self? He was I like, he was like, nah, I'm cool. Oh, snap. My drip different. You hot because you thinking about it. I'm hot because I'm hot. Get out of here. I that kid, <laughs> oh, Swear he's smooth. Um, but no, and it, it, it 
the way he thinks, talks, dresses, it really, it makes me think even bigger, even further. Yeah. Because he definitely creates his own identity, creates his own lane, and, I, and he does it with confidence. But I look back at even when he was Little Justice, mm-hmm. um, and and I and I've because he he taught me he really did mm-hmm. even from from little. Anytime he would show an interest in something, we went all out. And and that helped him develop. That helped him figure out direction. That helped him identify what he wanted to do and where he wanted to be. Because you couldn't tell me nothing. I just knew he was going to be because he was short. He was short, y'all. Yeah. Now he's he towering over me. Yeah. But I used to say my son going to be the next Muggsy Bowles because he was a short little basketball player and he i mean he was three years old running around with the headbands and the sweatbands and the wrist i mean the sock he had it all now he he's he's a top football player yeah starting in every position i mean athletically he is he's he's that dude and he's played every single sport and and he he found his niche he he likes the challenge and he perfects it. And what I love about my son is he doesn't just play the game. Mm-hmm. He studies it. Yeah. In his spare time, he's watching old games. He's oh, yeah. looking at plays. He, I mean, and he studies yeah. the sport. He can talk that thing inside and out. And it just it blows me away. Why am I sharing that? I'm sharing that because as a parent, when we're seeing our children showing interest in things, if we don't want to lose them to this world, mm-hmm. we have to encourage and push Help that interest. So that way they don't get lost in the expectations mm-hmm. of what society yeah. presents to them. That's all I got to say. That's my favorite part of parenting is is learning from my children and I always say that my biggest flex as a person is that my children are nothing like me and I think that that's that's just so important is like if your children are making the same mistakes that you made when you were a child and you were a teenager it's like bro what did you teach them like I don't know like you know you talked before about how my oldest son will be like um why are you yelling But he also says, like, and and you don't even have to be talking to him. Like, I'll be talking to my youngest son, and he'll be like, well, what are you mad about? And I'm like, well, I'm not mad. I'm just expressing (laughs) my opinion (laughs) about it. And I just feel like he's not listening, so I'm saying it in a way that I'm hoping he can hear me better. (laughs) And he'll say, well, it sounds like you're mad. He's very like, (laughs) bro, I'm looking at you, and you look mad. He's very like... I know what I'm looking at, so <laughs> I don't know what you talk about, but right. I see something else. So I love just being able to to learn from them because I think that that's a part of the life cycle. Yeah. So and it and it happened a lot earlier than we expected. 
<laughs> right. And see, and, and that's the thing because again, and we'll put limitations on people because of age. Oh yeah. Because of race. That's why I keep saying culture. we have to validate our children's experiences yeah. because that's something that when we were growing up, it's like you're you're a child, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, I have this thing about me where I don't talk unless I know what I'm talking. Stay about. in a child's place. <laughs> what is a child's place? Is we there get a the definition on that? Is there a marking somewhere <laughs> that says child place over there and where's yeah. where we go and stand? Yeah. What does and that mean? I'm, I'm listen, I ain't trying to be foul or nothing, but there's a lot of adults that my children are smarter than and they know it unfortunately. <laughs> so, you know, I I will not put limitations on people based on anything because Absolutely. And even and even not just limitations, but expectations. Even when you was talking earlier, that's something that's so important to me too. That's what I always say to people when they, when they call me crying and they say, I can't believe I always stop them and say, have you ever done something that you, that surprised you? Like you yourself, have you yourself ever done something that you can't believe you did? Right. Because I, I think that in the moment we're so quick to dismiss ourselves Mm. and only, feel wow right like we only know what we feel and putting expectations on people is how we set ourselves up for failure it's how we set ourselves up for disappointment because there had to have been a time in your life where that you look back on and be like i can't believe i did that or i wish i hadn't have done that or if i would have known this i wouldn't have did that and it's like you have to be able to give that grace to other people that you need to be able to give yourself. Like I've like I would hope that each of us has grown so much from who we were right. that we can look at somebody else and see you're not there yet. Yeah. Either I'm going to be patient with you or I'm going to go over here. But I'm not going to destroy myself because of something that you did. Like you're what, human. What, what was the line? And we're all capable of of massive things, <laughs> like of several different things. I'm not going to sacrifice my world for the world that a human. I know that's right. Oh, uh, that that's what the lyrics has <laughs> said. That's what Wale has said. Y'all better look at these lyrics. Yeah. Um, shout outs to my nephews who have their own book. Shout outs to them. Word, word. Um, shout out to my baby girl who is nine today, who, who is an entrepreneur who already owns two businesses. She is say. definitely my boss, baby. <laughs> Get it, boo. Um, y'all know, you know, we have to do that. I'm not even going to apologize. We have to do that. We have to be our children's cheerleaders. Oh, yeah. Um, but listen to me. We have to be our own cheerleaders, too. Absolutely. We definitely have to be our own cheerleaders. Listen, I hope you all got something tonight. Um, oh, he finna do the benediction. This. <laughs> that's, what, that's what that sound like. <laughs> this song is so dope. Therapeutic. It, it no. <laughs> no, I was thinking real. about them, them, them lyrics Listen he to dropped. Me. Like, bro, he preaching I, out here. I'm not, I, I'm not plugging the show that you already are tuning into. <laughs> but it's called... Excuse me, bringing lyrics to life, and and this this song, expectations. I encourage you all to read the lyrics, read them, don't listen to them, read them, then listen to them, 
then listen to it and read it. The 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 dynamics, the direction, the the influence, the the language. There is just so much that can be unpacked in this song. These lyrics here is something that is relatable to us all. Seasoned, young, black, white, homosexual, whatever. Listen, this is something that affects us all. And if you read these lyrics, I promise you, it will open your mind up. And you will begin to think, look, and potentially even do different. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Salutes to Wale. This this is definitely a banger. Um, it's definitely <sighs> mind blowing. I, all I all I can picture is is the emoji of the, of the brain. <laughs> like it, it's just it's there for me. Um, because again, this 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 right here. I forget what episode it was. Shout out to my boy Keith. I actually tried to uh, hit him up earlier before we even got on tonight. Uh, Keith Mutz, uh, who's an artist who was on the platform before, but um, this right here, these are lyrics I would copy, paste in the text, and send to a couple of people. Mm-hmm. Yo, just read this and holla at me. Yeah, yeah. The the stuff that I've been trying to tell you for all of these years. The things that I've been trying to, to express to you concerning us, the things that I've been trying to translate and get my point across to you, but all it did was just keep leading to an argument. Yeah. Let me just sing you these lyrics. That's what Wale does for me, because I'm telling you, like the the things that I feel and the way that I express it is a lot different than the way let, Wale say it. Because <laughs> I'd be like, let me let me explain something to you, and I get you know get real nice, nasty, real quick, and here he <laughs> is, just beautiful and poetic and reading you, <laughs> but right, right, but just beautifully. So I mean, yeah, he just speaks to me and for me, and I'm grateful. Listen, we we here, we here for it. Um, definitely, um, you know, s- y'all, I, this, this is one of the episodes where I really want people to go back and, um, rewatch it and then send me those messages. I love the conversations after the show. I really do. I, I look forward to those. So, um, definitely, um, go back, watch this episode, share it with some people, share the song with some people, um, and, and definitely bring these lyrics to life. And if we're introducing you to Abu Wale, feel free to check out his discography because he is incredible. Absolutely. Absolutely. And black as well. Black as day. Absolutely. All right. So listen, we out of here bringing lyrics to life. Expectations. Listen, don't find yourself getting lost and defeating who you truly are because of the expectations of others. Thanks. We out of here. Appreciate you.